welcome to another episode of the Marketer's Edge, a series designed to share senior-level marketing perspective about marketer challenges, opportunities, and agency relationships. Our goal is to help marketers and agencies learn from other marketers across different industries. Today, we're talking with Renee McIntyre, Director of Sales and Marketing at Scully Company. Scully specializes in multifamily real estate in both ownership and management capacities, currently managing over 7,000 units. Renee, thanks so much for joining us today. How have you been? I have been great. Thank you for asking. That's that's great. Yeah, sounds like uh, we were talking a little bit earlier. Sounds like you've had a busy week, but it sounds like it was fun. So that's always a good thing. So, yes. Yeah. Great. Doing the stuff I love to do. That's um, awesome. Being out and about. That's awesome. So I've got a, a handful of questions for you, but before I dive into those questions, can you tell me a little bit about Scully uh, and your role in the organization so our listeners know what kind of company it is and what you do for them? Sure, absolutely. So Scully Company is a, we are about to go on our 75th year mm. in business. Wow. Um, it is a third generation multifamily property management company, which is really a fancy way of saying, because when I came into the industry, I didn't know what multifamily was um, at first. Uh, we manage apartment communities. Okay. So we own and manage our own portfolio. We also um, do third-party management for investors and other developers. We do co consulting. So developers who are building their own projects will get involved really early and kind of help them with okay. figuring out what kind of unit sizes to make, how many, you know, what the amenity package should be everything you can think of in the project. Um, and then we also sometimes develop our own projects. So create new communities on our own and acquire um, communities that are already created. Okay. So we have a portfolio currently in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Connecticut, and South Florida. Okay. Um, we're looking to kind of expand into the Boston market more. And, you know, what we really do is we provide homes and help people find homes and kind of curate lifestyles for them. So we have over 15,000 residents that we serve. Hmm. And um, for me, within the company, I'm our director of sales and marketing. So I handle all of our marketing, leasing, branding, PR um, for the portfolio, and also for a Scully company as, you know, as the brand. So it's a big role. Um, it's a small company. I like to call us a, a big small company because <laughs> we have, um, you know, you have like the really like boutique mom and pop shops and then, you know, huge like national and global companies. And we're, we're kind of that sweet spot in the middle. So it's wow. a fun place to be because you really get to, in my role, I really get to touch every department and kind of really be involved in the product as well. That's great. That's great. I'm just, I'm curious, um, has Scully always been in this business and in one way or another? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So founded just about 75 years ago um, by our current president's grandfather. Um, and he started by building homes okay. and then it expanded into apartments. Um, and then, yeah, the, her uncle and father are ownership as well. They're still involved and the president is third generation. Very cool. So, Very cool. Wow. It's exciting. Love, love stories like that. Yeah. 75, yeah. 75 years is a long time. <laughs> it um, is. We're excited to celebrate. Yeah. I bet. That's awesome. So I'm just curious, what, what would you, sort of say are the biggest challenges that you face as director of marketing and sales for this multi-location property management group? Sure. Um, so I would say bandwidth and brand control would be okay. the top two. Okay. Um, 
So bandwidth, you know, it's myself and a department of um, two or three others. Okay, got it. And we, you know, we support 38 multifamily properties. We actually have a hotel as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like a one-off in Ocean City, New Jersey. Um, So we like to do that, a small boutique hotel. And, you know, between working with the new business department on consulting and then doing Scully's internal and external branding and marketing, it's, um, you know, bandwidth, it becomes a challenge. So the second piece that's kind of connected to that is the brand control. So with all of these individual properties, some are very close, some are down in South Florida, um, one out in Connecticut, and it's a challenge to take people who are on site who have to kind of be your extension of your marketing department right. and their operations people, their operations focused and kind of instill in them the importance of branding and keeping our brand consistent. Um, for them, you know, they are phenomenal. They're there to serve our residents. They do a fantastic job. And for them, you know, they're all kind of individual businesses. Okay. So it's kind of teaching and giving them the skills and the tools to be able to take our full brand. Um, but what, what can probably feel like a little bit of an island when you're working with those same people every day, you know, they get ideas, they want to create something that they think is exciting and have a different way of presenting, <laughs> you know, a packet to someone. Um, it's kind of creating the structure to keep all of that consistent. Right, so. right. So when you talk about brand control, is it is it both in sort of how the brand presents itself outwardly as well as sort of the the brand being sort of a service entity as well? Yeah, I mean, the service side is that's, I would say that's easier. Um, okay. We do a really great job with with training and uh, really instilling our core values into everyone and kind of training them to be able to make the right decision for the Scully brand on their own. Right, right. It's more the the design facing brand. Um, you know, everyone's not a designer, but they still have to create some communications sure. on their own. So we provide them as many templates as we can and things to work off as we can. Got it. And, uh go site to site and make sure that that's all it's still done. intact. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Well, good. Interesting. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. imagine that would be quite a challenge just to try and maintain that consistency. And I've seen, you know, other organizations not in, in your space sort of deal with similar challenges and, and, you know, use portals to, you know, let people go in and grab templates and things like that. So it sounds like you're doing, you know, so, somewhat similar things to try and control, you know, the equity and and communication for the brand. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think the easier that you make it for, you know, the more access you give and the more tools you can create and the easier you make it for someone to go and get that right piece, um, you know, then they don't tend to make their own as much. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, so my next question, you may have answered it, but there may be other elements that, um, uh, you know, you may want to speak to. I was going to ask you how, you know, how do you, address what I suspect is a need to localize marketing at each property yet still maintaining some measure of efficiency in your overall spend? Yeah, sure. So one thing that does help is um, the size of our company and the structure. So having every community set up as a separate entity helps. So it's not... um, it's not like we're, we're taking one spend and trying to split it across all, all of the properties. Got it. Each one has its own budget. We okay. created its own marketing plan um, and we're very specific in everything we do. So every community has its own its own plan. And we look at all of, you know, who's who's living there, the research that we have, the information we have. 
um, to decide what those best options are and where we get the best return. Mm -hmm. So we spend a lot of time analyzing that. And then for localizing, um, it's a team effort. We really collaborate. So we know the marketing side and, you know, buying behavior and um, what residents desire and those types of things. But we collaborate with the local team to ask them, you know, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you, you know, visually experiencing? Um, we work with a lot of local organizations, too. Okay. So, um, you know, like the small like neighborhood associations, okay. we partner with them a lot. We build our network. Um, a lot of it is relationship based, too, because we're able to get a lot of that content and know the who's who, whether it's a community down the street or a community that's, you know, thousands of miles away. OK. OK. Yeah. I was um, I was going to ask you about just technology and whether or not it plays a role in the overall management and maintenance of properties of the overall management of your marketing activities. Do you do you use a lot of technology and or data to make decisions? And if so, sort of how does that play out? Yeah, uh, we use technology. To, it's it's actually a really great question because I would say as an industry, the multifamily industry um, hasn't always been the front runner in technology and sure. has probably spent the last six years, seven years, maybe between six and 10 years catching up. And, and the okay. past couple of years have just been Crazy. Like, fast forward. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. So what might have been different 10 years ago now, like technology is in almost every piece of what we do from an operational standpoint okay. and a marketing standpoint. Okay. Um, the entire sales process from your application to we have a moving concierge set up that helps everyone, you know, do the dreaded like DMV updates and forwarding magazines mm. and oh, nice. all of your subscriptions, um, all of those pieces. Throughout the resident life cycle, we're surveying our residents. So we're always getting that information of how they're feeling at, you know, key milestones throughout that process. Uh, we're actually experimenting with AI right now. Hmm. I mean, we use technology for everything down to setting our rents each day. Okay. And even completing work orders. So on the operation side, it, it's it's everywhere. Um, marketing, same thing. You know, we're when I talked about how specific we can be with each marketing budget, we really do use a lot of reporting to see where the touch points are, which one is actually causing the conversion, you know, where okay. the best sources are, where our best spend is and what that return looks like. That's great. That's um, great. Yeah. And, and then, you know, also ever since the pandemic started, I mean, 24 seven leasing is the goal now. So our teams are in the office business hours. Um, but really, anyone could go onto our website, and that's always the goal. Is you know, you go onto the website, and if they wanted to, we love having they, that personal they, yeah. experience, right? But they could do the whole process without ever speaking to anyone. They can see the apartment, they can pick their unit, they can you know, kind of do a virtual tour around with some of our technology and videos, um, and do the application without hmm. without even talking with us. Is is some of that or a lot of that new because of the pandemic, or did some of those things exist? It's definitely been um, amplified. It's definitely picked up. There, we had a lot of virtual type tours before, sure. but the pandemic definitely has increased that. Got it. So I, I suspect there are other firms in the market that do what you do. Um, you know, how do you guys differentiate your offering in the eye of, say, the investor? You know, whether it be an institution or a private investor, and then separately, in the eyes of the consumers that you're trying to attract into, uh, you know, renting property. Yeah. So for 
investors, I think one of the things that really helps us is um, probably why we're in business after 75 years. We do grow. We do look to grow. But it's very strategic and intentional. And one of the great things about Scully is we're um, market experts. So some some companies will be, you know, very focused on only class A apartments or workforce housing or different categories. We can do all of it, um, but we really only do it in the places that we know all of the nooks and crannies of every neighborhood where we know we can be successful. And that allows us to deliver the best returns to investors. Uh, is there uh, um, is there like a, a profile of a geographic market that tends to work best? Is that kind of how you evaluate so, new areas or I'm just curious? Yeah. So we're in Pennsylvania. Um, that's where we're founded. Mm-hmm. So that's always, I think of our, I should know this, but it's always fluctuating. Um, we're always bringing on new properties. Uh, I think we're about 26 or 27 properties just here in Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, so that's really like our, our core. Right. Um, we have ownership and our team also spends a lot of time in South Florida. So we have six properties there. And then um, South Jersey is like right over the bridge from us. So a lot of the area, it's just the areas we know. Um, we are looking to expand in other areas mm-hmm. into similar markets of, you know, the similar types of markets we already work in. But we would definitely, you know, we kind of go in, we study it. We would want to really understand it and kind of know it like a local knows um, to take that. Got it. Position. So from yeah. from an investor standpoint, you're saying you're, 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 the, you're market experts versus like, class of building experts or something like that. Exactly. Um, And that's, it's actually great because it makes us really versatile and I'm not, I'm very familiar with the operations, even though I don't work in the operations, but the things you pick up in, in different asset classes and different types of buildings with different types of owners and partners, or whether it's, it's our own um, really brings a lot of experience. That's very valuable. So I I think that's what sets us apart from, from investors. And then what about on the consumer side? I'm in one of your markets and I'm shopping apartments. Why would I want to go with the Scully property over somebody else? Sure. Um, one of our major focuses is the customer experience. I'm sure, you know, everyone says, Oh, it's the customer experience, but, I had mentioned earlier our our core values and guiding principles. We spend a lot of time with our teams um, instilling that in them. And I think that's really what separates brands is like what you stand for as a brand and how you empower your people and your teams to be able to take that, own it and and run with it. Because you can't be there making every decision for for every employee. So that's a really important piece. And we really put a big focus there. We also put a lot into the projects that we manage. So I would say we don't... um, we don't have any any vanilla properties. Like I had mentioned, every community that we have has its own budget, its own plan. Right. Um, sometimes they're two blocks away from each other, like two streets away, and and completely different because it's created for someone different. So you you see some projects where you could basically pick it up and and put it anywhere, and it would be a nice place to live. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like you don't walk in and feel like you belong. So we make our community somewhere that speaks to the renter who we're specifically creating it for. Um, and that really helps them kind of find that home. Is, is there uh, like a profile of the type of renter that you, you know, tend to go after? Is it, you know, or is it just really sort of market driven? Yeah, it's, it's market driven. Uh, Cause it. we look at, you know, in Philadelphia, for example, in center city, 
we are a city uh, of Esmed, so colleges, universities, medical students. That's um, right. So depending on where a location is in relation to the hospital, that would depend on how we would develop it, how we would market the units. Yep. Um, you might make a unit that in another place, someone would be like, that's a terrible unit. There's right. no light coming in. But for a medical right. resident, they love that because they're coming in at off hours. Yeah. They just need that space to crash and right. walk to the hospital. Right. Um, and another, uh, you know, you, you couldn't take that and just move it somewhere else. Right. So we really decide uh, on that. So it's not necessarily a specific renter. We look at yep. where the opportunity is, where the location is, and then who is looking to live in that area. And then we build it for them. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. But, but that takes a lot of effort in terms of analyzing data and research to really understand sort of, you know, maybe what kind of amenities uh, a given property needs. Um, is that is that a, a pretty involved process on your end? And do you use a lot of data and research to try and determine those kind of things? We do. Okay. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, it is, it is a lot of time to spend. And if, you know, one of the things I mentioned earlier is even when we're consulting on units, like if I told you people's eyes would glaze over if you knew how many times we might look at a unit mix and see, you know, how many units are going to have, what size are they going to be, where are they going to be located, what's going to be in the corner versus in the center, right. um, where are the bedrooms laid out. So it, it really, it takes a lot of time, but that's the difference in your return. Because when you, when you nail it and you nail that in conjunction with the branding and everything else kind of fits and speaks to each other, that's where you get the best return because people want that product and they stay there. Um, so we do a lot of things. We, you know, we kind of combine qualitative and quantitative. We do, you know, we survey our residents. We talk to our teams on site. We visit our properties all the time. Um, we look for inspiration. And, you know, for some new projects, we'll work with creative agencies um, and we'll, you know, have them help us with some of that market research to kind of really understand a specific renter or, you know, when we're looking at the amenities, we'll use that research too. Like, you know, what would appeal to them? Like, we think this would be really cool, but does a group, of, you know, a focus group of 15 people think it? And then if we survey, would we find the same thing? Right. Um, and then part of it is that we are, again, like we're operating in the markets we know. So we see what's, what's just going on. Um, in the industry, like what are, what are people just doing with regular behavior? Where do they like to go? What do they do? What don't they do? We know that, uh, you know, although we've put in, you know, an amenity everywhere and it's kind of a, you know, a, a check the box amenity sure. that people don't actually use it, but they want to see that it's there when they rent. So we might make <laughs> right. it, but make it smaller. Yeah. Um, so those are the types of things that we okay. do. Okay. Okay. You, um, mentioned agencies, do you, and you talked a little bit about your in-house team, do you, uh, manage and like all of your advertising like activities in house, or do you, you know, outside of the research stuff, do you work with any outside marketing agencies either locally or, or, you know, as a uh, sort of corporately controlled group that services the different properties? So, as far as like advertising itself, we really do um, almost all of that in house, and that's because most of our portfolio is pretty stable, which, you know, meaning that right. the, we, we filled the building and yep. we have residents stay with us a long time, or we can anticipate when people will leave and kind of backfill. So it's not like a huge exodus at any point. Sure. Um, so we're able to do our marketing in-house. We do like all of our own ads campaigns, AdWords, creating ads, all of those things. Um, for like really, really big up and coming lease up projects, right. we would use a, an agency 
for a very short time, potentially, it, potentially, if we feel like we need it in that market. And if we feel, for example, we need like a very, very strong social media presence for seven months and we want to make sure that people are creating content right. and custom content for a while. We might do that during that period, but then like one, again, once, once it it's gets stable, established, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, just a couple more questions. Uh, you know, I'm curious, sure. does, um, most of your effort, just getting back to sort of the private investor and institution piece of it, mm-hmm. does most of your effort in attracting private investors and institutions, um, is it driven by a, a sales team or do you have sort of a B2B marketing effort to let investors know that you exist and, and can be a good, uh, you know, good option for them? Yeah. Another really interesting and timely question for us. Um <laughs> Over you know the history of our company, we have really been built on relationships, local relationships, okay. and um, a lot of it's been most of our growth. I would say until the last like two to three years has been reputation based. Okay, just people hearing of our firm, reaching out to us. Um, as we've put more of a focus on growth, we have expanded departments into new business development. So looking for third-party management, as well as some people looking specifically for acquisitions. Got it. So for the first time, we're actually, you know, we, we have, we've had people in those positions, but now we're actually getting to the level where we really want to start branding and marketing Scully. Um, so that's kind of taking a more B2B approach for the first time in the last couple Interesting. of years. Yeah. Interesting. Is that, is that, so that's a, because of a desire to grow a little bit more aggressively, or is that because of the market has gotten more competitive or a little bit of both, would you say? Uh, probably a little bit of both. Okay. Um, okay. It's something that we, you know, we've kind of, the market's changing, multifamily's changing, opportunities are changing. And, right. um, you know, we would like to start kind of growing into some other markets as yeah. well. Okay. Um, and also there's so much development happening in our markets now. So the opportunity to work with developers um, is, is more now than it was, right. you know, right. 15, 20 years ago. Cool. That's great. So I've got just two more questions for you. Um, I know you don't work with agencies a lot, but you've obviously played in the marketing space for a while. Any advice you give to marketers thinking about bringing a new agency on board? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so while I said we don't we don't really work with them on the advertising side, so like running campaigns for us and things like that, but we do work with branding agencies for for all of our brands as far as like the you know creation. Sometimes like the messaging as well, mm-hmm. but definitely the the design look. Okay. Um, so I would say find a firm that aligns with your company values and culture. Okay. I think that's that's really important. And then I think on the client side, like if you're the intermediary for you know a developer or a client, and you're going to match them with a branding agency for a particular project, I think it's really important to have options uh, because. Chemistry is really key in that situation. So if you have, you know, a client with a strong personality and then a, you know, an agency with a strong person, like you have to know, um, they have to be comfortable with who they're working with. And since they're not as familiar with the process and how it goes, sometimes it has to be an agency that's a little understanding and doesn't mind spending that extra time explaining it. Yeah. And any advice you'd give to an agency or a marketer, I guess it would be really um, obviously sometimes that bit thing, you don't really know until you get into the relationship. Um, any mm-hmm. advice you give to a marketer that was looking at multiple agencies on maybe the best way to sort of unearth whether or not they'll be a good fit before you actually bring them on board? 
Yeah, for sure. Checking references, okay. like asking for some references, uh, reaching out to some other companies who have worked with them to explore what that experience and process was right. a little deeper from someone um, who's not necessarily selling it to you and telling you how it's going to go. Yeah. How did it really, you know, how did it really go? And does it seem like it yeah. would be the right fit? Yep. Cool. Okay, great. Um, and my last question is, if an agency were trying to knock down your door and attempting to win business from you, what advice would you give them? I would say, I think the most important thing for me is um, any, anyone who's hiring someone, you want to hire a partner, not a vendor. Uh, so seek out or set out to be a partner like in the long term, rather than just like short term project. I think you know, one of the things agencies can do is get so caught up in, in hours or, or rounds, like sometimes doing that extra round revision that's going to make somebody's client happy is really going to solidify. Like if you can make their life easier, then they're going to come to you all the time. And I don't think there's any marketer, especially if you're managing multiple brands that wants to jump from agency to agency. Sure. You really want to have someone who knows the ins and outs of your company, your brand, your values, your work style. Um, so finding that is like key. Having someone that you can call and don't have to spend a ton of time explaining the backstory of your company is right. valuable. So I would say relationships yep. um, and becoming a partner. Yeah. Cool. Having experience in your category, is that going to be important to you? I'm just curious. Oh, yes. Okay. I should have said that. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, well, actually, that would be more for, you know, for both, really, for a marketer looking for an agency, sure, absolutely, um, yeah. that's that's really important. You know, just because someone can do amazing design for like <laughs> a bourbon, it's very different <laughs> than you know than another another vertical or industry. Right. Um, it's different skills, and it's really important to understand that. So yeah, I think for agencies, it's it's good to be able to have experience in that industry or be able to show something comparable and kind of relate it right. to right. the industry you work yeah. in. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Well, listen, yeah. Renee, really appreciate you making the time today. Um, you know, I mean, I certainly knew that companies like yours existed out there because, you know, apartment buildings don't just run themselves. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but it's really, it's been fascinating sort of digging in the Scully, uh, learning more about it, um, you know, the insights that you've provided today in terms of how you manage sort of this multi-location um, business, uh, I think is going to be a great assist to other marketers out there, you know, trying to think of new ideas, how to you know, maintain the, the quality and equity of the brand and, and still give a little bit of latitude to sort of that local market so that they can bring their own sort of flavor into, uh, you know, how they, how they manage their business. So I, I think it's been great. And, um, you know, again, yep. really appreciate you making the time today and, and wish you a, uh, a great uh, rest of the day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's yep. fun. 